Ron Harrigan, and this is a Fulcrum Strategies Healthcare Update. Value-based reimbursement. The time is now. Throughout history, major events have produced lasting impacts on this country, oftentimes bringing about quick, dramatic changes in many aspects of our lives. 9-11 forever changed how we travel in this country. World War II made us a world superpower and gave birth to our current system of employer-based health insurance. It remains to be seen what lasting impact will come from COVID-19, but it's highly likely that this pandemic will drive significant changes in our healthcare system, how we deliver care, and how we finance the care we deliver. For decades now, we have known that our healthcare cost trends are unsustainable. The cost of our healthcare system and the portion of the U.S. economy it consumes have been steadily increasing for the last 50 plus years. The only thing that has made this situation possible for so long is a strong and growing U.S. economy. Since the Great Depression, our economy has been steadily in growth mode, with the exception of some relatively short-lived recessions like the financial crisis of 08-09. Sergio Armati hit the nail on the head when he said, growth is what solves most big economic and social problems. Poverty, government, deficits, quality of life, rising healthcare and retirement costs are all solved by economic growth. So that begs the question, what happens if that growth cycle is broken? What happens if our economy experiences a major economic downturn, one that lasts more than a year or so? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to find out. By all accounts and predictions, we are about to enter a prolonged period of economic challenges, the likes of which we have not seen since the Great Depression. This will put significant pressure on our healthcare system, how we finance the incredible amount of healthcare we consume as a country. Let's look at some of the early numbers. Current projections suggest that the U.S. government will run budget deficits for 2020 and 2021 of well over $5 trillion. Okay, that's more than the cumulative budget deficits for the previous nine years put together. To put that number in perspective, our budget deficit for the next two years is more than the entire gross domestic product of every other country in the world except China. That's right. We're about to put more money on our country's credit card in the next two years than the entire economic output of almost every other country in the world. The CBO is projecting a reduction in the U.S. GDP not only for this year, but next year as well. They're also predicting unemployment rates that are three times higher than the rate we had in 2019, higher than the highest unemployment rate we experienced during the financial crisis of 08-09. All of this spells trouble for the U.S. economy and the federal budget. Healthcare remains the largest single category in the federal budget and a significant part of every employer's expense structure. This will put pressure on our healthcare system like we have never seen before. This perfect storm of economic factors could be the catalyst for major changes in how we deliver and finance healthcare in this country. For years, we've been talking about transitioning our healthcare system from a fee-for-service-based system to one that is value-based. Proponents talk about the perverse incentives in a fee-for-service system and how inflationary it is. They're right. The proponents of a value-based system of reimbursement suggest that paying doctors to keep people healthy rather than only paying them when they treat people once they get sick, will have a significant impact on healthcare cost and is the only way out of the mess we're in now. While I agree that making the shift to value-based reimbursement is necessary and it will definitely help, 
it's not a magic pill. Other changes will also be necessary. That being said, it is definitely a step in the right direction. As we look to a very difficult future, physicians and other parts of our healthcare delivery system should start getting ready for this kind of tectonic shift from fee-for-service to value-based methodologies. Reimbursement models like capitation, shared savings, and bundle payments are likely to move from experiments and the exception in most parts of the country to becoming mainstream for everyone over the next couple of years. This transition will not be easy or without its challenges. The groups that get it right will do very well. Those that don't will have a hard time surviving. The time to start working on this is now. There's a story about Napoleon that illustrates the need for urgency here. During his reign, Napoleon asked his engineers to plant trees on both sides of the roads entering Paris. He explained that he wanted his troops to march to and from battle in shade. When an engineer asked him if he knew just how long it took a sapling to grow into a tree that's tall enough to cast that kind of shade, Napoleon replied, Of course I do. That's why you need to plant them today. In future blogs and podcasts, I'll explore in more detail the kinds of reimbursement methods that will be used in a new value-based world. It's my hope that this information will help physicians and delivery systems prepare for the future. Because remember, hope is not a strategy, and it's been said that success is where preparation and opportunity meet. Thank you very much, and as always, be safe and be well.